following podcast may contain a shitload of popular profanity. Live from Mighty Trapdoor Mansion, high atop Tent Hill, it's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine, featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Greenspan, and Cut Cockbirth! And now we talk games! We talk games! Here it comes! Yeah! We talk games! Bullshit and energy! It's always rebels on top, baby! But we keep the format anyway! T.T. Schmook is a robot sex bot Stinky stinks so bad he smells We take turns choosing the games that we review Even Mario's Hotel! Come on, characters, nobody likes you! Let desire fuel your confidence! Duck said, killed him, it damn near wrecked him. No. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Wiggly on the phone. Kyle, Mr. Annalee in the booth. Hey, oh let me call you back, Kyle, so I can hear that telephone song. Hold okay. On. Yeah, hold on. How do I hang up? All right. How do I, wait. No, I can't. Oh, here it is. Yo! I oh, ain't yeah, good. No. no. Still depressed. <laughs> Why so depressed? It's pack month! Waka, 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 waka! Yeah. That almost cheered me up, but this game <laughs> fucking depresses me. The only thing interesting about this game is its name. <laughs> Come Guzzler. What are we talking about today? Well, let me try to get... Wait, this is pack month, right? This you, is Pac you know, you know what the other problem is. What's that? Since Pac Man started last week, mm-hmm. all I've been doing is playing one game because I, you know, I really wanted to get to know these games inside and out because okay. it's Pac Month. You know, this is huge. We have other podcasts joining in. I hope that we could get the Home Shopping Network guys on. Oh, Hit Start Now guys, HSN. Uh, I hope we could get those guys involved. They they just don't understand. Yeah, you're like, what's a pack joke? <laughs> That's the worst Irish <laughs> accents I ever done. I guess I never died. The only thing I could say in Irish is tree. Throwback right there. I remember that episode. Yeah, that was a great man. Return to pick it a buck. Now I'm getting happier. Return to pick yeah. it a buck. But I've been playing this one game okay. constantly. I thought it was going to be the first game we reviewed. Then I thought it was going to be second. Then I thought it was going to be third. And yeah. now I got to wait another two weeks to do it. Oh, I know what game you're excited yeah. for. Yeah. I don't know why I thought this game sucked so much. I only know that... Maybe because it gave you shades of check and pop. <laughs> well, let's just mention what it is. It's Guzzler. Guzzler! <laughs> Best fucking name ever. Hey, and let's explain for the new listeners. Yeah, uh, oh! Uh, that are just tuning That's right, in. because I got depressed and didn't say anything. This is We Talk Games Arcade Weekly. Each week we talk about one arcade game that you can go and check out for yourself or just listen to us. <laughs> yeah. <Why laughs> and not? never play it. No. 
And March, for the second consecutive ah. year, is pack month for us. But oh this my. pack month, waka, 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 mm. instead of talking about pack titles, because let's face it, we talked about a lot of pack titles last year. There's more. Gonna, there's a lot of Maze Chase games. Oh, there that is. That were either like, uh, influenced by or influences of Pac-Man. Right. And so uh, this year, we're going to talk about those. Some of the more stranger Maze Chase games that you might not have heard of. And this week we're talking about Guzzler. <laughs> <laughs> and why Guzzler hits such a funny note for Wiggly and I yeah. is about th- two years ago, three years ago, we were invited out to a tumble five Iowa years. You never know. For the uh, kickoff yeah. of uh, Big Bang <laughs> Big 2010, I think it was. It was the second Big Bang. Oh. The kickoff for the International Video Game Hall of Fame and Museum. It was a uh, event that was happening there. Yeah. That was the furthest west I've ever gone. <laughs> driven. Gone for, <laughs> driven, yeah. We went to the airport to get a car to drive to it's home for 14 hours. Wait, I did drive to California and Mexico and everything else. So mm-hmm. uh, Washington State. Half so it wasn't done. the longest I, I drove, time you've been in a car. No, but it was the longest stint in one day, 1,000 miles. <laughs> and then like 800 and some back. And then we took a break in Ohio. Right. Which was uh, high in the middle, round on the sides. But along the way, we saw two chains that I I was definitely not familiar with. (laughs) One was Love's, which is a trucker stop where you can find all your uh, born-again Christian memorabilia, as well as some of the most egregious pornography side by side. And like (laughs) mini swords. They sold a rape kit. We were really (laughs) creeped out by this place. And Wiggly just couldn't poop. He just had to keep stopping. He couldn't poop. Well, I was I was in the stall, and I was like, oh, my God, you know, what if these guys somehow find out I'm an atheist? Because <laughs> these Jesus shirts were like, Jesus died for you, so I'm going to fucking kill you. You know what I mean? It had, like, Jesus as, like, with a machine gun. It was some yeah, crazy that, stuff. That was there. It was some crazy stuff. And I'm not exaggerating. There was pornographic material (laughs) side by side, the Jesus paraphernalia. And televisions, you know. But we're not talking about loves. No, we're not. We're talking about come and go. (laughs) K-U-M and go. (laughs) And what this is, is it's like a 7-Eleven for uh, those familiar with that brand. I think most of you should be. (laughs) It's surprising they shut down (laughs) about two years ago or something. Oh, come and go, did? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, when it was open, and the one we went to, you could get like your typical Seven Eleven stuff, yeah. as well as trough food. Like they had like buffet style stuff. You could get mashed potatoes and corn and, and things yeah. like that in containers to go. But they had coffee there. There wasn't a lot of options for Wiggly and I to eat <laughs> in Ottumwa, Iowa. Uh, so we'd go to the come and go, we'd get coffee. But we, we'd stopped in the first time we stopped in there. And uh, there was this big advertisement. First of all, we were just laughing at the name. But yeah. there was this big advertisement, name our new 32-ounce <laughs> cup. And Wiggly, without missing a beat, just goes to the young woman behind the counter and goes, has anyone suggested cum guzzler? <laughs> the cum uh, she, oh, yeah, no she soldier. wasn't having me. Yeah, yeah uh, she, no, she was me. like, "Do you think that's the first time I heard that joke?" I believe that's what she said verbatim. Uh, no, that was the first time she heard it. All right, outside of the bedroom. Yeah, that's right. I said oh, it. She was, she a, was a dude. She was a dude. Everyone <laughs> relaxed. Uh, 
She's a very yeah. nice young lady. Anyway, Wiggly ended up buying the real cum guzzler, which was a fucking liter and a half mug that had a tire on the bottom of it so it wouldn't slip on the floor of your car. And what happened? Vehicle. And what happened in a rented car? It slipped and dumped all over a liter and a half of cola. It was a lake. Splooshed inside the rental car. It was a lake with ice cubes in it in the back seat. <laughs> No it was shit. a disaster. We're yeah. drying it out with napkins, and we're taking shaving cream and rubbing it into the carpet so it smells better. Because we didn't have, because we stopped at another stop, and you know they didn't have carpet cleaner, of course. So I thought about shaving cream, <laughs> and the, and the whole back is like this foamy, you know, what do you call that? Um, Barbasol, yeah, yeah Barbasol. <laughs> With aloe, I think. <laughs> oh. So anyway, good times. Yeah, Great good times. Guzzler. Guzzler, I think I think this was a classic arcade game they released as a free download when they wanted to kill the Nokia N-Gage. This was the game. <laughs> the final nail in the coffin. <sighs> yeah. I have Nibbler on standby, by the way. Okay. 1982 by Rockola. Mm, Rockola. jute boxes. Shitola is my... I'm just going to take a quick uh, thing on Nibbler. It's is a bonus feature, everyone. Breakout bonus level. You know, Snake's been around for almost ever. Uh, you might know it as Snafu on the I ColecoVision, on, especially on the ColecoVision flashback. Now, mm-hmm. did Snafu come with an overlay? In television flashback. And oh, whoops. It yeah. Did, it did, actually. Snafu was on there. <laughs> because you really need to know how to yeah, go in four go directions. Right. I know. <laughs> The overlays they give you in that box, it's like, oh, thanks for B-Bomber, which shows a picture of a fucking bee. <laughs> That's it. That's the overlay. It's just a picture of a cartoon bee. The other overlays for the rest of the games are on their way. So oh, just to let you know, yeah, you get two, two of the flying saucer uh, telephone controllers. Okay, so I fucked that up. But um, Nibbler is yeah. like Pac-Man mazes, but with Snake inside the maze. And it's basically time-based so you're not trying to just go around eating apples or blocks or whatever else without running in your tail but you're going through a maze and growing and trying not to bite your tail and the only reason that i tie it into this game is because i can get as far as stage two on guzzler even if i get lucky one more extra and on nibbler i could get to stage three so there you go. So they're they're close. They're close. Like I said, all I really have written down for this this game here is a uh, funny name. Guzzler, that's it. That's all. That's your that's notes. Yeah. Well, I'll jump in. Guzzler it was released in 1983 by Tekken. Is the way I read that. Yeah, Tekken. Tekken, but not Tekken the game. No. No, I think yeah, I think it's supposed to be like like Tekken, like uh, yeah, like Tekken. <laughs> Like you said the first time. No, yeah. like like a you know Egyptian name or something. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Because this so, game is anything like King this. Tut released this game. <laughs> yeah, it's a maze chase game. It's vertical. As you touched on, you get an extra chance after your first loss. <laughs> yeah. Lucky one more extra. And I don't think I've ever lost that extra. No. Uh, so I don't know if it's legit or if I've just got incredible timing. You have to hit it one, dude. <laughs> 
I can't. I don't know their people's names, which would be great because they're they're great characters. Yeah, unlike I, I uh, like Jack and game. Pop, which this game reminded me a lot of Jack and Pop. Yeah, there's not a um, an attract mode where it shows you the names of each character, but it does show you like all all the funny characters. It just they didn't care to name them, I guess. I guess one's called Lucky One More Extra. The dude that you're trying to stop in the roulette wheel, you want to hit the button one dude before the area that gives you the Lucky One More Extra. So if you stop it there, bang, Lucky One More Extra. Yeah, you get one more shot to play the game. It is a maze chase game, although there's uh, there's times where there's no maze on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) So... You know, sometimes the maze is there, sometimes it's not. You control Guzzler, yeah. and you walk around, and you collect water, and you shoot fire, and you put the fire out. Well, you, shoot water. you puke up your water, and then you if you get the martini, then you, then you puke up fire. Well, you turn red. I don't that's, know if it's fire. That's a, you just turn, it seems like there's some sort of morality story happening here. <laughs> well, Again, initially, not explained very well. Initially, it's water because you go around it and try to refill yourself Yes, um, by guzzling more water. This should have been called puking instead of guzzling. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know what it could have been called? Um, I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> come, come gagging. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't Google uh, that at home. Do not Google that. Yeah, no, I say. Yeah. You don't always turn into fire. You, that only happens like when you get the martini or something else. Something else on screen will make you turn into the, a fire guzzler uh, guy. But mostly you're, you're spitting out water and you're slowly depleting your water, which is really cool because you're a blob. So you right. see your water level going down and down and down and you can't spit water as far when your water goes down to try to right. kill these enemies. Sometimes there's these big lakes and sometimes there's these little bits of water so you can refill yourself, but they do mm-hmm. run out. Yeah, you're like a little vessel with feet and you walk yeah. around, you're transparent yeah. in the beginning and then you fill up to three levels and then uh, when you're the, your fullest, you have a, I think it's about a three square reach. Yeah, you're sort of like a, a round fleshlight. Oh my gosh, really? This episode <laughs> is just filthy and gross. Water sports. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> so, yeah, I guess you didn't like it. No, I, I really do like it, but I swear to God, and I'm an atheist, I cannot get past level two. That level is just too, there's just too many dudes. Yeah, there's a lot. Avoid or try to water on. What it is, is there's these spawning points, these little fire spawning points where your enemies come out of. Now, maybe yeah, I should have... think um, Gauntlet. Remember Gauntlet yeah, with sure. the houses where the ghosts and ghouls would come yeah. out of? Sure, sure. So that's what's in this game. There's these big bonfires, let's say. Right. Where these little flame dudes come out. What's strange about it is some, they're different colors. Like, some are red mm. and some are yellow and blue. I don't know. Yeah, some are blue. There's no difficulty that I could determine as far as the color of them meaning anything. I guess it was just to break it up a little bit. But they do come out of the gigantic bonfire house thing. And you uh, you have to defeat those. Yeah. That's, the, that's the challenge of the game is going up to those houses and destroying them so that the enemies stop coming out of them. What happens is if you take too long to do that, and sometimes depending on the stage, this will just happen automatically, the house will have eyes and start wandering around the stage as if it was one of the little uh, goons that come out of it. I notice that that happens when you only have one fire left. 
So it's sort of like Dig Dug, where the guy tries to get away, except, except this time he, the house tries to get you. That's what I noticed. Yeah, all right. That makes sense. Yeah. For me, I saw a big influence with Dig Dug as well as Pack and Pal, but Pack and Pal came out the same year, so it's probably unlikely. Whereas Dig Dug came out the year prior, and everybody at the time, like with the success of uh, Miss Pac Man and mm. Pac Man, everyone was trying to reinterpret that type of game and add different elements in it. I like the elements that are added. It is very challenging, but I think there's something here. And I, I kept trying to stick with it and seeing if I could get better at it. And I feel like I did. I definitely got past like the third stage. Here's your pro player tip for this game. Start a two-player game because you're going to share the joystick and whatever the person before you cleared, you're going to start with that cleared whatever one of the four fireplaces you destroy will stay destroyed when player two happens or going back to player one okay so that's a way you could probably get through and i probably just should have set the difficulty lower but we usually do making mechanics on this program i told uh, everybody on the last show that it's pretty much going to be influenced going backwards by the games that i had mentioned so I probably could have mastered Guzzler a little bit more, but I tried several times, and I just got swarmed too much. It was just very difficult. Um, It's a challenging game. I do like that they added the uh, element on the bottom where you can collect letters to spell out Guzzler. Unfortunately, two hours I spent uh, (laughs) playing the game, I was unable to actually collect the letters needed to spell out Guzzler because it's like what we've talked about in the past with what Universal used to do with Mr. Do or um, Ladybug, but it's not as easy to do as those games. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guzzler's spelt out on the bottom and then a uh, box will highlight each letter back and forth. When the, the item comes up that would correspond with lighting up the letter, you collect it, and then if the box is over that letter and it hasn't been highlight, it hasn't been lit up yet. It's highlighted. It'll light it up. But I'd get four or five of the letters in Guzzler, and then I kept hitting letters that I already lit up over and over again. I think that gives you a free man, probably, but I can't say for sure because it didn't happen for me. <laughs> so There's you- also little cinematics that happen. Well, Much you got like- me on that. <laughs> yeah, after, um, I'm, I'm trying to think, I think it's four levels, you see this cinematic of like, let's just call him Guzzler. Okay, yeah, he's Guzzler. So you, you see Guzzler, he's being chased by the little flame dudes, and hiding behind a fence behind them is this big oaf Guzzler, and he comes out and he makes like a goofy face, and the flames run away. And then uh, there's another uh, scene where the big goofy guzzler is passed out because he drank all the beverages in the game. <laughs> Again, uh, I think there's some sort of morality story here about drinking alcohol, well, like, and, but he, I don't know if it's against it or for it. Right, because there are martinis and, and stuff in the middle instead of, and you big, know, banana. Uh, big beers and, uh, yeah. you can collect as well, yeah. yeah. When you get those, that's when I notice they turn into a, a fire breathing. But it's the same animation. You're just red, and you're yeah. instead of water, it's like red water. I don't know. Exactly. Maybe you're puking wine. You know, I've seen a couple people do that. Um, Help them down the hallway. <laughs> I can move forward on this game to a console game. So that fits more in with Pick It a Buck. Because now Pick of the Buck is based around consoles and around a theme, which our first yeah, theme was Check out Pick of the Buck every yeah. month every on GiantMediaBall.com and WeTalkGames.com. Yeah, last Friday of every month we'll have that. We'll also have Ask the Video Game Millionaires in the middle of the month. 
which may become a giant media ball exclusive. I think it will because the graphics are different. The theme song is so different. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on that, by the way. So I think I might make S the Video Game Millionaires, even though it's part of the We Talk Game stable and exclusive to Giant Media Ball. I'll try to get more exclusives on there. Yeah. If we're done talking about Come Guzzler, I'd like to <laughs> go into 1990, if you don't mind. Real quick, Guzzler, I think, is an interesting game. It is definitely challenging. Graphically, I feel that it's a little primitive for its time. 1983, we're talking about Pack and Pal, a game we talked about last year. We're talking about Mappy. Both those games, graphically, are just a little better than Guzzler. Guzzler's not as bad as 1983's Chack and Pop, which is an abhorrent piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Chackin! Uh, And Mrs. Chackin! But other things to note, just to give you an idea of what time period we're talking about mario bros you know the pipes with the turtles yeah, that pop underneath the pow block punch out also came out and astron belt from sega which was the first laser disc game in the arcade also uh-huh. came out so if you're familiar with any of those games graphically this is probably a step below but it's got a mechanic in there that's decent i just don't think it's deep enough yeah and with the swarm it's it feels a little cheap my favorite part of Mario Bros. was that when you bonked the bottom to knock out the little critters coming out of the top pipes, was the way the floor, the ce- well, the ceiling floor would uh, bulge underneath yes. your punch. And I'm pretty sure that the Atari 5200 was the emulation that had that effect of the bulge i can't be positive i know it didn't happen on the original 2600 i'm pretty sure the 5200 had the bulge but then again you had to play that with a pocket watch controller yeah so let me jump to 1990 one of my favorite favorite i think favorite games i think favorite games but definitely one of my favorite games for the nec turbo graphics super shocker there chu man foo Chu Man Fu is a fantastic maze type of game. You could be Lala or Ming Ming, and it's one player, two players simultaneously, kickball, mm-hmm. and edit mode. So you have an edit mode on this 1990 uh, block game, so you can make your own make mazes. Your own maze. Yeah, oh, so very cool. And the object of the game is to push or kick four different balls onto their corresponding color trays that are set around the, the mazes. Okay. And every wall you could break. There's going to be all different types of stages. In fact, <laughs> there's going to be 500 stages, 500 wow. one-screen rounds. And then when you beat the game and you get the ending, you got another 50 rounds. So 550 rounds. Oh, my gosh. In one, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I played all the way through it, and it's password save. So this is sort of like a maze chase meets puzzler type of game? Uh, Not really, because you have these four balls. Now, a black ball could kick through walls with like one or two kicks. The red ball can kill an enemy with one kick. Mm -hmm. The green ball is an all-around good ball. And the the blue ball bounces like a crazy fucking nut. (laughs) But you can push the ball and you can kick the ball. I've never played a mechanic that was so natural and synergistic with my brain 
Can then you, you can pull. You, you're saying you, you can, can push pull and push. And pull? Yes. All right. So when you grab a hold of it with your one, but you know the turbo only had two buttons. Yeah. So like a, like a NES, you could push the ball, and then let's say you go down a maze. Well, now I want to back up and and make the ball go in the other direction. You can back up with it, and then you know kick your ass into the into the next slot and then turn huh. your ball around and go the other way. So you're never in like a boulder dash situation where you like block yourself out. There's always a way to get out of Yeah, you can push your way out. Now, don't trap yourself with another creature in between I'm you. thinking of the right game too, right? With boulder dash? That's uh, what you well, I know it's a lot like uh, Kickle Cubicle and um, Pango and a lot of other games like that. I okay. can't remember I, Boulder Dash. Yeah, but you know, th- this is much better. The graphics, I think, are some of the best pixel graphics I've ever seen because your little La La Ming Ming are huge. They're huge. Now, this was called B Ball in Japan. So here's a switch that Chu Man Fu is actually more interesting than the stupid name of B Ball. And um, the little cloud master that helps you through each level will say, like, uh, choose hatchetmen are cutthroat killers, but they can't dance like you. (laughs) And you get scored on these diamonds. So if you don't if you don't destroy any of your enemies, like you could just push them out of the way with your ball Mm -hmm. and, and you know, get them out of your way so you don't kick them and kill them. Or squish, you could also squish them into like a dead end type of place. If you just. I'm looking at the game right now, graphically, just so the listeners have an idea. If they're familiar with Pocky and Rocky, yeah. You know, big head, chibi cartoon anime style, very beautiful. But the the characters are huge because it's a one screen game always. Right. If you beat a level by putting all your balls on their corresponding plates without killing them, you'll get your five diamonds. And then these diamonds just stack up and stack up and stack up. Some of the other things that this fellow says is uh, destroy many walls and you might be able to find hidden items left by the old tenants. Oh, okay. (laughs) The old tenants of this maze. Um, Normally, old tenants leave you like fucking roaches or something. (laughs) Well, the different types of uh, explosive things you have are this one thing that you run over that'll crack the walls once. And then you can even crack all the walls if you have enough of these earthquake things. Mm. And another thing that shoots out all these uh, balls that destroys every enemy on screen. And you have tons of different enemies, monkeys and hedgehogs and all these cute little enemies you go to ice worlds you go to all different types of stages and i'm telling you man graphically i seriously think this is just a gorgeous gorgeous game and i don't get tired of it i don't get tired of these type of puzzles you know it's very simple yeah and the only thing that reminds me of guzzler is that you do have a weapon you know you actually have a weapon in a maze game besides that there's a lot of difference now here's Probably the best thing is that if you have a Wii or a Wii U, Konami, uh, which I thought Capcom bought out Hudson, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Capcom sold it to Konami. I don't know. But Konami mm. released these games for both the Wii and the Wii U. And I recommend if you have those systems to pick up Chu Man Fu and you will be surprised how good this game is. I don't guarantee it. because i mean you might be a jerk but if if you're not a jerk all the time i think that you're really going to dig it because i'm telling you when you're pushing the balls around it's just uh it just feels so natural i've never 
you know, you push things in a lot of games, you know, mm-hmm. Lara Croft and pull things in that. Or Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Legend of Zelda, you push and pull. I never felt connected to that push and pull mechanic to that character. You know, I might feel connected when I punch someone in the face in Street Fighter. But <laughs> but this push-pull is just done so well. The, the, the shading on the balls. And once again, it's because every stage is one screen. It doesn't scroll the screen, you know, like Bomberman or something like that. So you could keep all these graphics nice and big, nice and detailed, mm-hmm. nice and colorful. Yeah, I'll um, co-sign the, uh, the graphics as far as being... Very big and also very adorable. The game looks like a lot of fun. And just to, again, co-sign this, the animation of the character as she's pushing and pulling the ball Mm -hmm. is like really smooth. And I could see if I was actually playing this game right now, I I understand what you're saying as far as the kinetics of the game. Like you feel like you're moving it around because she looks like it's not just the sprites dragging behind her or being pushed in front of her. Like the way she's padding the ball to roll it. Yeah. Or pull it back toward her. Yeah. It's very fluid. And two-player is just as fluid and fun because... Simultaneous? Could, or yeah, simultaneous. You're both yeah. on the maze. You're both trying to get more balls on the uh, plates, you know, than the other person. And when you kick that blue ball around, that blue ball just bounces like a nut. And you could get hit by that ball if you don't catch it. You can catch these balls, too. But you'll still get, like, a little bit of pushback, a little bit of friction happening off it, even if you catch it. But... You could get hit by these blue balls and go bouncing in enemies. So it gets to be it gets to be a lot of fun, even though you're trying to work together. Sure. I really enjoy it. And I, I got to tell you, I do really like the graphics of Guzzler. Maybe they do look um, dated for their release mm-hmm. time, especially compared to the fluidity and um, mechanics of Mario Brothers. I mean, that was just incredibly sophisticated for its time, I think. Yeah. But I I really do enjoy these graphics a lot more than some of the other maze games. The character's design is is really good. I don't know what the fuck's going on with some of them either, but the fact (laughs) I'm telling you, go back and look at those cutscenes. Yeah. I can't determine what the hell is happening. But the fact that he he fills up and then empties out and you could see him, you know, it's sort of like a Kirby, you know? But an even more advanced Kirby, I think. I mean, you can't turn into different things when you when you guzzle but you guzzle and then you're depleted and you see that all happening and uh i just gotta check those dip switches for difficulty because and maybe turn it down yeah who knows might enjoy it a little more but great pick i think for pack month i don't know if a lot of people played this i'm sure a lot of perverts did when they saw the name guzzler (laughs) uh, expecting to get you know some type of playgirls action going on here or strip mahjong, but <laughs> instead they got uh, fire and balls. So a lot of talk of balls yeah. in this episode. Hey, but it was a threefer. It was. We we went into depth a little bit on the uh, making mechanics. And now here's Johnny Capcom with a blow blur blip. Can you believe that? Maybe. Magic suck will connect you. Magic suck. Johnny Capcom back on the pro player tip horse after quite a lengthy absence I'm sure you'll agree due to scheduling conflicts wasn't quite a part of the uh, main recording for pack month during the request put in by video game millionaire Hank 
side bottom, uh, whatever his name was, he wanted uh, me to come on and do the old uh, pro player tip for Chu Man Fu, which is a game I'm sorry I didn't get to talk about at length because, let's face it, that name just screams fun. And, um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool little Pac-Man style maze runner game. And of course, it's great to be a part of Pac-Man. feels like it's been a year, which possibly was. But uh, yeah, like it, this is a cool little game, really colorful, really uh, bright and fun. And it's pretty rad. Um, the, I will say the colors, we could probably use more. And that's why I'm going to give you the cheat to unlock golden balls. And I mean, come on, who doesn't want golden balls? I wake up every day and I'm just thinking, like, if only there were gold, you know? And because uh, I mean, who wouldn't want to experience that kind of physical pain as they walk down the street or just try to sleep? But uh, if you go to the title screen and hold the one or I button, uh, plus select, and then press left and up, uh, you unlock golden balls. I mean, there are area select codes and stuff like that out there as well. But I mean, come on, every We Talk Games listener is a video game stud. That's why uh, I'm just going to give you the opportunity to play this game with golden balls the way God intended. It's Sunday, right? Sunday to be Monday, the Lord's Day. So at least you could fucking do is play with golden balls. Anyway, I don't know where that came from. I'm Johnny Capcom, and it was great to be a part of Pack Month again. Uh, hopefully, I'll uh, throw some more audio on the end of the next episode. And uh, if you want to be a super cool internet bro uh, to me, you can check out and maybe consider supporting a Kickstarter campaign that I am currently a part of. And if you go to kickstarter.com and search for Community Scratch Music, uh, you'll find a Kickstarter appeal for some monies so we can put a album out on vinyl. If you're a DJ, especially this Scratch DJ, this might interest you a lot. It's a skippable Scratch record. And I will be supplying the album art for the 12-inch vinyl release. And I'm sure it'll be something special. And uh, we really appreciate even you just sharing it out for us. Yeah, uh, check out my other podcast as well, uh, The Canon Canon, which is also on the Giant Media Ball feed. And if you subscribe there, you can hear me and my good friend, Sean, talk about the hits and misses, so to speak, of the Canon Films Library, and uh, it's a lot of fun, and I hope everybody will consider giving it a go. I guess I'll see you next week, uh, where I will bring back Eric. He's coming back next week. Eric Alex on this segment. I guarantee. Alright, bye-bye. Hey, so now we pick it a butt. Wait, no. No, we don't. We, we say well, goodbye. Let me remind everybody that it is Pack Month, and we have a month-long contest happening this month. Ron Guyett oh, of yeah. Creative donated two, yes, two 16 by 22 posters for us to uh, raffle off or give away this month for Pack Month. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> They're limited edition posters. They're silk screened. They're metallic gold and black. They're going to be signed and numbered. And the way that you could enter to win is two methods. One, go on Twitter. Post a video of you playing your favorite pack game or maze chase game. Tell us what it is. Make something in Photoshop that is pack related and hashtag it Pack Month. Mm-hmm. Points for creativity on that one. Definitely. Over on Facebook, facebook.com slash WTG podcast. Like us and then share one of our pack month posts this month. Number and at the end of the month, two. I got that from uh, Club Kayfabe. Another part of the Giant Media Ball radio station. 
Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. So share one of those posts yeah. and you'll be entered to win. And like I said, at the end of the month, we're going to randomly pick two winners. Two different people will win one each of these amazing. If you're not familiar with Ron Guy, check out Ron's work at Fabled Creative on Twitter, at Fable Creative. You can also search for at Ron Guyat. These posters are beautiful. His art style is beautiful. It's an art deco, uh, you know, reinterpretation of a lot of things. It's video games. It's pop culture. It's sci-fi. Support him. He's a terrific artist, and we really do appreciate him coming through for us for Pack Month and giving us these two posters that we can give away to you. Yeah, and Sinky just told me in my ear that the winners will be picked by T.T. Schmootkins using her patented We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pennsylvania Electronic Numerical Integrator Computerized Risk IEEE Recognized Octo-Based 48 Gigaflops Blast Processor Emulator Random Adjective Subject Service Generator, also known as the Rosenstein's Information Technology and Enriched Elbow Macaroni We Talk Games Committee for Podcast Conformity and Listener Integration Peeny Akarai Rob 48 Blapper Ass G2000. Yes. So that's going to happen. Then we only have to do a 15 minute show. <laughs> that blapper ass. And also ass. check out all the other people who are participating this pack month. We have the 8 bit geek. They have a podcast. They're participating in pack month. The Retro League. That's another podcast outside of our network they're participating in pack month they're doing all sorts of interesting things celebrating the pac-man check them out and i just uh, received a twit that a, another program on the giantmediaball.com hit start now is uh, asking more about pack month so maybe they'll get on i hope so because those guys are a blast hey and don't forget uh, the pie crust also, another video gamey related, but even more geek. Like they do, they review the Flash. They review those vinyl dolls that come out, pop vinyl, you know? Yeah, they, I'm familiar. They re- <laughs> yeah, because you say, okay, that's the last one of these I'm going to get. I don't yeah. like it. And then you end up getting a hundred more of them because, oh, they came out with Dead Man. Oh, they came out with Brother Voodoo. Oh, they came out with Werewolf by Night. That's how yeah. they get you. They're getting great licenses. Holy mackerel. Can you imagine if a video game company got those type of licenses? We'd have some great games. Yeah. Not mad balls. Heart beeps. I I was was shocked. What one? Heart beeps. Heart beeps? (laughs) That Andy Kaufman piece of shit movie. Oh, Come on, you know that movie. No, I don't. You don't know Heart Beeps? I gotta get it immediately. Kids, go check out Heart Beeps and yeah. send your hate mail to Stinky. <laughs> Is that where he's like a lover? He's a lover or something? He's a robot in love with another robot. Oh, no. It's Andy bad. Kaufman? Yeah. I know Toy, which no, no, was incredibly no. horrible. No. Remember Toy? I do remember that, yes. God, thank God he's dead. He might have made Toy 2. Oh, fuck. (laughs) We better end this episode. Yeah, okay, so, well, here. And now here's T.T. Schmootkins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Hello, I am T.T. Schmootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. My clue for next week's show. Is this a weekly? 
It is. What are we crazy? There's now three We Talk Games programs going on. Ask the Video Game Millionaires, and you better start asking because we only have next month's show to do. So, <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, the Pick of the Buck last Friday of each month. And then our weekly, regular, weekly, Arcade Weekly. Crazy. I know. There's, there's only usually four weeks in a month, and you, somehow we cram six shows per month. Okay, here's my clue for next week's. Pack month. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> if you hold the high score on this game, you must be deaf. <laughs> My hint is Gilgamesh. That's popular with the kids. <laughs> yeah, remember when Gilgamesh did all that shit? Was in a magazine that your grandma does? Okay, everybody. Hey, that's enough clues. Hey, remember, don't be a jerk all the time. I hope you like us. Bye-bye. disability with a child, some type of a learning disability. We've seen many, many children healed. We've seen midgets grow. We've seen arms and legs that stop growing because of growth cells that stop. I don't make this stuff up. Breaking news this morning. Police are stationed at all come-and-go convenience stores. Two men walked into this come-and-go, one of them displaying a gun. Stacy, we talked with a store clerk who worked at that very same come-and-go. A man went into the come-and-go at 71st and Garnett around 345 this morning. On behalf of all come and go customers, I'm not here because I want to be some big TV star. I am here because the Spirit of God put me on television to open up my mouth wide and he said he would fill it with come, 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 come. Come, 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 come